you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, everyone. I am so excited. We have Moni from Mixing Move Moni on here. I mean, Moni, I feel like you're kind of like my little sister. I, I just love when you come on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love being a fill-in. I absolutely love Vanessa. I love hearing you guys talk together. Um, that's how I literally got started into all of this. But whenever I get to fill in, I'm just like, yay. <laughs> oh, your sister. And Vanessa is actually en route to visiting our friend, uh, me and Moni, and me, Vanessa, and Moni's friend. Anthony Laria. She's going to meet him for the first time. Oh my God. That's so exciting. Oh my God. We that's were supposed so to meet in August, but COVID had other plans. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. I know. Fuck COVID, right? All right. Well, we want to talking about <laughs> the C word that we all hate these days. Let's discuss last night's Beverly Hills. All right. I'm just going to say it with such a like crazy pinnacle, like wonderful season we ended on kind of like a dull note. I felt like I loved the idea of the party, but it was like the peak drama was awkward silence that, and that's for me. I'm like, this isn't a good episode. Yeah. It was a very interesting um, finale party. I didn't find it to be, I mean, it was a fine wrap up, but it really didn't wrap anything up. I mean, we kind of got a couple of cliffhangers in there. Like I guess it's like stay tuned for the reunion and everything, but like, there was just like nothing really to look forward to a lot of like pending conversations, which is fine, but I don't know. I was very distracted. I like didn't need to pay full attention. And that's really unlike my watching experience for this entire season of Beverly Hills. I, know, I felt like I was kind of like, okay, come on, look, when are we going to get to right. the good part? And then we got to dinner. I was like, oh, and like, I felt like we were kind of like, okay, awkward silence. And Crystal's like, should we all go have dessert? I was like, wait, this, this is the meal. This is it. Like, what I did, did we I mean, eat. I don't even remember. They had duck. See? I remember duck. Like we should like be. I really yeah, that, wish that, that they would have this out. Showcased. I know the cocktail had something with coconut in it because I hate coconut. So I remember thinking like I probably would have like gouged that drink or just gone with like regular Belvedere with club. Um, I mean, honestly, like I just like looking at this like this episode. It was really just a lot of like filler. We know that the reunion is going to be insane, but I feel like even Erica, she was just kind of at this point where she was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not going to talk. And PK being like, almost encouraging her, like, you're doing great. Like that was, that was strong or whatever. I'm like, 
you're the one who just called her out a couple episodes ago. Like, why aren't you saying yeah. to her in Sutton's defense, this shit doesn't make sense. No, it absolutely doesn't. I hate how much they like let Sutton like kind of hang out to dry. I do. And you know, I'm glad I'm here with, you know, someone who is a Kyle fan. Cause I am famously not like at all. Like I truly don't understand <laughs> the hype and you know what it is. It's that every time I ever hear anything good about her, it has nothing to do with her performance on Housewives. So I'm just like, yeah, but so she's a great like, mom. And, yeah. Right. Like, she's mm-hmm. a great mom. She's a good wife. She's nice in person. She's funny. Like I loved the whole goodbye Kyle thing. I thought she's funny on the internet. And then I'm like, so then, but like as a housewife, what am I getting? And what I realized is she's such a good producer that I'm noticing even Sutton at the table. She's like, what are you calling me out about now, Kyle? Like she was kind of on the defense, but then immediately turned around and went to the bathroom and continued to tell Kyle how she was feeling. So I'm like, she gets people to talk to her. And so she's a producer. So I'm almost like, maybe she should just go behind the scenes. Since we all think it's Kyle's show anyway, she should just be a producer. She'd be very good at it. Yeah, she definitely, like, she's kind of like the classic, like, I'm just going to, like, kind of light this tiny little match and it's close Mm -hmm. to a fire, but I'm not going to put it there and I'm just going to leave it there and I'm going to walk away. And if somebody does something where this fire explodes, that was on them. I might have started the little spark, but I didn't. And that, I think that's kind of why I like her because she will say like, oh, you're going to sweep this under the rug to Sutton. And like you said, she's like, what are you calling me out for now? I do think though there is either an intimidation or a sense of like, maybe just not wanting to kick someone when they're down, but all of the women, except for Rena, are very different with Erica and how they talk to her when it's to her face versus in their confessional or when Erica's mm-hmm. not in the conversation. I mean, even Kyle's like this car accident doesn't make sense. And now, and one thing I do want to talk about when the, the Fox force four now, no longer the five because boring Teddy Mellencamp is gone. When they were saying Sutton doesn't buy your car accident story, Erica couldn't even recall it. Did you notice that? Yes. She had trouble, I think, remembering what it was that she actually said and admitted to. And, you know, it's like I understand Kyle's frustration. I even understood Dorit's when they had that like private little party with Sutton um, weeks back. Where they're like, you know, everything we're learning, we're hearing is the is the opposite, is the diametrical opposite of what we've come to know. And, you know, Kyle's like, why are you giving us all this information now? Like she keeps adding new details and things like, I don't know anyone that tells a story this way unless they're basically coming up with it as they go. And that's kind of like where their confusion is. And like, it, it sounds unbelievable. And, and that's right. I don't understand why they had a problem saying this to her face. I was actually shocked when Kyle even told her, I don't think it's a good idea that you're telling people to come and eat your lady parts on the internet in the middle of all this. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're going to actually give her some- You're calling her out a little bit. For as she should. I mean, if that's for one of my friends, I would say, I believe you because I know who you are. But the story that you are telling is not adding up. You know, he fell out of the car, but he, but he was in the car. He was unconscious for 12 hours. And you're saying allegedly, like, are you being told that you can't say too much? And you're just worried that because of legal, like, that's like, I would kind of like almost if I were Kyle, like I'd bring it up and almost like kind of bait her and coach her to give her an out. But the fact that they all just sit there and they're like, well, I mean, Sutton doesn't believe you. They keep saying it. It's like, no, you guys don't believe her. And you keep using Sutton to hope like that you're going to get her to admit something. 
I'm, I'm really excited for the reunion and we'll save a lot of that for Patreon, but it does feel like she's going to have to kind of like explain herself a little bit, which is always worried. I was worried that Andy wasn't going to give her the business. I still think we can go even harder. And that's just literally because people died. And if we do not have respect for human life, especially when there is apparently a price tag like added to that, like, I don't know what we're doing here. Like, this doesn't, this isn't fun anymore. People had to die for you to have this kind of wealth. And that's all, you know, alleged, but I want to get to the bottom of that. And I think that it, the point is, she, it doesn't matter to me what she knew then. It matters to me that she knows it now and is still acting like the victim. Even at the reunion, she's acting like she, she's trying to keep up this facade. Mm. And I'm really excited. I got excited when Andy specifically said, I know how much you make on this show. And I'm like, yeah, what is this whole, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is this understanding? Like everybody's acting like she couldn't go anywhere because I'm like, so did Tom never give her her money. She's been on the show for like, what, five, six years? Has she never seen a dime of her own money? Like, it doesn't make sense. So I'm ready for her to get grilled like the barbecue. Fire it up, put her on the skewer, <laughs> roast it, honey, till the cows come home. I do want to take a moment to talk about Garcelle in this episode, because I just want to say of all the women's looks for the Chinese New Year, one, I think she was the least offensive. I think a lot of them were trying to do a Chinese hairdo type of thing. Like the yeah, weird, like, go like, yeah, which yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, we're dancing into cultural appropriation. Come on guys. But then I just like think some of even like the outfits, it's like, they didn't really get it. Like Garcelle understood the assignment dress, how you would dress for like a fun event, but incorporate like gold or red or a color you like. Like I just yes. feel like Garcelle wasn't a hard like yeah. task. They, they, no need to nod to things that I want to ask you to nod to. If Crystal, yeah. the resident Chinese American person, is just like wearing her normal hair in a gold dress, you can too, girl. Yeah. It's just <laughs> wear what you have in your closet, follow the dress code, show up, have a good time, and learn. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. No one's like asking Sutton, for too much. Sutton did as well. Like she did do try to do the Chinese hair. Her dress, I just think Sutton's sense of style is just I don't um, understand. She like, just, if it's, what is if it's expensive, on? she wears it. I don't think but she cares I think that looks. she likes quirky expensive. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. thing. It's like things that she thinks are different because there are expensive things that look nice. She just doesn't wear them. Well, look at Crystal. Like Crystal, if you look on her Instagram and any of her stories, she's always wearing casual jeans and a button down shirt. And I'm like, yes. she looks so good. I want to be like that cute, yes. happy, but casual. You know, good and well, those jeans are at least a thousand dollars. That button down shirt, the same, like you can tell, like she just has a great sense of style without it being like, yeah, that shirt costs a lot of money and it's really ugly. I loved her leather pants. I I thought they were very cute. I I I love Crystal's style. I think she's gorgeous. I think the look she gave us in the and her um, confessionals, like that pink shiny like collared shirt with her like loose waves i just i think she for a first-time housewife that typically you know they don't have like their glow up yet if she still is going to get a glow up season two i'm here for it because i think she raised the bar yeah. very high for a first timer yeah she gives me chic mom on the go yeah and i love that for her and for us yeah it's relatable style i feel like yes. it's something that I probably couldn't afford it, but I could find something similar and I could try to emulate mm-hmm. that style. Like Kathy yeah. Hilton, we know she's just so rich and she just kind of wore, like, I could never wear that hat that she wore when she was. No, she can't name. really either, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Kathy. What do you think about <laughs> Kathy? 
Um, I think that she definitely knows what she's doing more than I think people give her credit yeah. for. I don't think she's like, I don't think you get to where she is, stay in the marriage that she's in and all of that without being very like painfully aware of things. I think she is with it. There are certain like moments that she would talk about on with, with Erica or things she would say that I'm like, oh, she's choosing her words carefully, but she knows what she's doing and she knows how to not implicate herself. Like, and I think that's really important. But I also think she's quirky and whether it's fake or not, I think it does well for TV and I like it. I think Kyle's probably the only like person in her family that ever like was weirdly level headed. Like, because her, yeah. <laughs> I can see Kathy and Kim being like absolute kooks. And they it's are. Kind of they're funny. all, she's, they're and, kind and, of kooky. Yeah. It's fun to watch. And I kind of dig that. And I really wanted um, to know more about the Kathy, Kim, and Kyle dynamic. So I'm looking forward to hopefully learning more about that at the reunion. I dove deeper into the three of them because um, I was like the age differences and even just like the way they look, I was like, there's something I'm missing. I didn't realize that Kathy Hilton has a different father than Kim and Kyle. They, so they oh, all have the same okay. mom, which I, so my oldest sister is 15 years older than me and we have different fathers and I love her the same as I do with my sister, where we have these, like, I'm not saying that that means they have a different right, dynamic, that anything, but yeah. I just think like, okay, like it kind of, some of this is all starting to make sense that, uh, Kathy's sort of like, even the way she acts is a little bit different. And maybe it's because she was sort of an only child with their mom for a while. Um, after things with Kathy's parents didn't work out. And then Kim and Kathy are close enough in age where I could see like Kim tried to be like Kathy and you could see where they're similar. And then Kyle and Kathy mm-hmm. are just so different that it's like, it was more of like another mom probably for Kim, for Kyle growing up with Kathy. Yeah. 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 That definitely makes sense. I, I want to know more about their dynamic. You know, I know that, you know, Beverly Hills kind of came about because they, they really wanted the sisters and to know what's going on with them and, and their relationships. So I'm glad that Kathy's here. I hope that um, Kim is well. I famously don't think unpopular opinion that Kim needs to come back to the show. I actually think she's probably going to be doing better without that kind of um, attention and scrutiny on her. And I think that would be a, a big trigger in a lot of ways. But I like knowing that like the family is like there to me, that makes Kyle more likable for me is knowing her family. I agree with you that I actually don't think Kim should come back. I feel the same way about Taylor Armstrong. And there's times where I feel like so no, needs no. to take a break. <laughs> Sorry. I, you know, but I just think there's people that we have seen that truly unravel on TV. I don't know what they're like off camera, but seemingly Kim's doing much better with her life, not on the yeah. camera. And so it's like, I, I never like for the sake of entertainment would want to like anyone to have like that much of like a a decline and a breakdown just for the sake of Mm -hmm. like entertainment. Like I just, it gets, I feel the same way as Sonia. There's times where I'm like, I feel gross that I'm watching this because I think I'm truly watching a person who needs a lot of help and isn't getting it. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you think about things that become sensationalized, like you stole my goddamn house and things like that. It's like what, what we were watching was like a real like thing that like ripped a family apart, like how drunk she was and embarrassing her sister in a way. And then like claiming things and like putting things out there that they weren't ready to talk about, but now you can't take it back because it has to make air. And so like, we're actually like, watching like a lot of breakdowns and like family dynamics breaking down and maybe things needed to be exposed over time anyway, like so they could talk about it and work it out. And I'm glad they're in a good place. I saw that at the end of the finale, Kyle has Kim's number. That is very good. Moving in a positive direction. Very happy for Kyle in that. 
Um, and so that that's exciting. But it's like, yeah, other times I'm like, oh, this is this has some ramifications for our own like entertainment. Not complaining, but like, yes, yeah. well, let's, uh, let's transition from um, interesting family dynamics to um, interesting fraud <laughs> dynamics with Ooh, Salt Lake City. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so I've never been a Jen Shaw fan. I called her out in the very beginning. I'm like, things aren't adding up. I've talked about this in detail, so I won't bore everyone. But for me, it's like her sits, her narcissism is so strong in her that she truly is incapable of ever admitting guilt, ever taking accountability and like never understanding that, like, just because she was hurt and she hurt someone worse, like it doesn't like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't mean it's okay. So mm-hmm. she is, I do not understand how she is trying to say that Brooke saying he saw her vagina when apparently no one's denying he saw it, that mm-hmm. she is saying that like, that's as bad as the fact that like these tweets are being liked that she quote, isn't liking. Like, I don't, right. Who, who is coach? Like who is coaching Jin Shaw? Who is this therapist that she's seeing? Because I would recommend she finds another one. I think her therapist is probably as real as her social media intern that was liking <laughs> things for her. Because at first it was like, I liked it. I'm sorry. And then it was, I had someone else do it. I'm sorry. Like you are responsible, whether you did it or someone else did it or not. If they're under you, if they're logged in as you, you are responsible, period, point blank, yeah. whatever. It's, it could be, I don't really care who did it at that point. If they felt comfortable being able to do that under your name, then that means that they somehow would, their understanding is that you share that sentiment. That's the thing. Like these people, like if she, first of all, she knew this was happening. It was being brought to her attention. People were screenshotting it, tagging her, like all this stuff was happening on Instagram, Twitter. It was everywhere. So she knew it was happening. Somebody in her camp would have said, Hey Jen, did you know this happened? Then she instantly would have been like that person's fine. Like if she didn't mean it. But this kind of stuff, right. and it's the same with like what she's doing to Mary. She's reposting stuff of the, how it started, how it's going with the grandpa. Like she can say someone else is actually physically maybe hitting post and submit, but she knows what's happening and she's not reprimanding these people. So therefore she needs to be held accountable. It just, the kind of, as Meredith said, the deflecting and the lying is just, it's too much. It's to the point where like, I just, I can't stand her even before I know she's a criminal and knowing she's a criminal makes all of this that much worse. Yeah. And I also wonder, I want to ask you, what do you think about Heather, like not being able to let Jen go as a friend? Because I am worried, like if this is what's, if Meredith is going this hard for things that Jen liked about Brooks that yeah. were not great, of course, but like this woman called her, her own friend Shrek and a lot of other things. And she is like trying to be friends with her again. And I just, I'm worried. I don't think Heather is getting the second season that I think people thought she was going to get. I have to wonder if some of this instant need, like instantly forgiving the need for like approval from Jen Shaw for Heather stems kind of just from the fact that like, she's really not welcomed or accepted in the Mormon church anymore. She doesn't really know who she is. She talks about like, you know, she did a lot of press in season one saying she wished she would have been sluttier. She wished she would have been the good time girl. She wished she would have partied more. She wants her girls to do that. I think it all just kind of stems from the fact that like, she's never really felt accepted or accepted herself. And in some way, Jen Shaw 
gave her that acceptance and she's just hungry for it back. And I think she's just blindly trying to maintain that friendship. I worry, like what you said, that it's going to cost her a lot. I don't know how she's going to do without Jen Shaw. You know, like if when Jen goes down, who's going to still be standing in Jen's corner? We know she's Jen's going to jail. We all know this. Like this is oh, yeah. She's Jen not going to know it. Yeah. She's not going to get some plea. I mean, I don't know. Some crazier things have happened, but I would be shocked if she didn't have to serve any jail time. Uh, so this is not going to look good for Heather. I worry that it's going to, I just agree. This isn't the second season we wanted for her. And I just kind of worry that this is going to really hurt her and her stock as a housewife. I don't, I mean, there's still a lot of season left. I will say I'm not loving Salt Lake. They gave us those epic two minutes and I know we're getting the build up to it, but like, give us a timeline. Like, are we getting close to when she got arrested? Because it feels like there's just all of this fluff. And it like, it makes me think like, oh, you have nothing this season besides Mary becoming, allegedly being a cult leader that's coming to light and Jen Shaw getting arrested. Like, I don't think we really have anything else. Even, um, Angie, this surprise friend of, I didn't know she was going to be on here who looks exactly right. like Sarah Paulson. Like it is. Creepy. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, even like her kind of drama was over catering, which really wasn't like, I felt like it was a lot bigger than it needed to be. I did love Lisa's overreaction. Um, I would have loved more story and more time on what it's been like for her having to leave the Mormon church because she has a transgender child. As soon as she said she has a transgender child yeah. I'm like, in a Mormon community, that is hard. And I would love to know more about that. Um, and maybe I she's not so sure because of her kid, but like, that's a big story. And I think that's something that would make her a lot more relevant than did or did not a cater quit based on Lisa Barlow's direction. Right. Especially something that like, I mean, now there's so many things coming out about it and whatnot. So it's like so easily, like now the, the, the mystery for me is like kind of gone. Like we don't even need the reunion because it's gotten all dispelled so quickly. I kind of missed the days where social media wasn't as big and like housewives just had like their blog posts because then they would bring receipts to the reunion and be like, I have the text. Now I've already seen the text. So I'm not going to care about this in 11 weeks. So it's like, you know, I, I wonder what Salt Lake is. It's, it's giving me Potomac last season with the 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 fight. With yeah, that's all we had. Is yeah. where like we knew it was coming. So every episode up until now, I was like, so what are we doing? Like, is it close? Like, what happens? Like, how are we doing this switch? But at least with Potomac, they constantly were including in the editing various little like easter eggs of like they're breaking apart mm-hmm. they're breaking apart this is a thing they're the dynamic is shifting when the cameras are down i'm not feeling that with with salt lake i feel like they're gonna probably wait till the very end and that is annoying because i don't want the end i want to know everything from beginning middle and end. i want it to be in the middle of the season and then i want to know everything after that um i I completely agree. I kind of feel like they're going to try to save it all for the reunion, which one Jinsha might not be able to physically be at the reunion. And two, this is, only oh, I the, think she'll try. I yeah. Do. But this I is only the second. Yeah, she'll probably like somehow like be detained, like be like in custody and still make the reunion virtually. Well, yeah. This is only the second season, like for this show. Like, I feel like you can right. get away with like Potomac. That was the fifth season. And let's not forget. Well, all this was going on. We still had Michael Darby cheating on Ashley. We had all the things with Jamal. Like we had other shit. Right, happen. right, we right. Juan and Robin get engaged. It's like I kind of feel and then like those two men fight each other. Yeah, like, physically right. almost. <laughs> like I feel like 
with Potomac, we still had so many other things, even though we knew what the focal was going to be. We know the focal for Salt Lake and I'm just not seeing anything else. Like what they're trying to give yeah. us is just like, I'm not buying it and I'm not loving it. So let's go to Potomac because it is truly, I, I say this every time you're on. Hi. Thank you so much for convincing us. I like to think we jumped on like <laughs> right before the, it was like the big, big bandwagon. Cause I feel like even the premiere for season five, some people are like, okay, maybe I'll start it. And then people last season got in Potomac, like, why have I not been watching us? This? this is peak yeah. housewife. Like I get nostalgic feelings when I watch current Potomac. Cause I'm like, this is what housewives used to be. It was yes. fun. It was silly. It was a little bit of drama, but it wasn't like so deep that we we're exposing like cheating, like scandals, or we're trying to like mm-hmm. out people's kids. Like I just, I love Potomac, or, you know, plane crash victims. Yeah. Right. Like it just doesn't it's like get a little drama yeah. sprinkled throughout. And I really love that about this season of Potomac and this episode in particular, it was just like, it was such a breath of fresh air. It gave me ice cold lemonade with ice, like on a summer hot day, though we're in the middle of October. Like that is exactly what it gave me. It was everything. It's like there's shade, there's in your face shade. It's something I love about these women is that as much as their confessionals are full on palm tree, like they are absolutely in the shade in the, in the, in the confessionals, they do it to your face too. Wendy breaking down who was getting to go in their rooms first and why, like y'all had us in the bungalow last time. So guess what? You're going to get the best rooms first and then Mia, and then you're going to go last. And it's like, yeah. just, it's so good, refreshing. I love how many of them bring their husbands around because I've always said famously, Married to Medicine is the best show on Bravo because the husbands are equally as involved and casted as the women. They are equal in tandem. And I think when we get that component, we really know who these women are and you really find them to be more or less relatable based on that. Like my opinion of Mia almost immediately changed this episode where I couldn't land on her before seeing G in the setting with other adults made me think of her completely differently, completely differently because I hate to say it, but at first I was low key judging like a little bit, the mom factor, because he was making me judge her. Like he was saying as this man at home with money, you need to be home with your kids. You don't need to work. And it's like, but you don't know what it's like to have to go from the foster care system and having not anything to hustling for yourself. I do not give two fucks that she was a stripper because yeah, she agree. had to hustle and get herself out. Like of course, with her circumstances, it's incredible that she is where she is today. I re- I always like, even like with Melissa, like with New Jersey, which I think is another franchise where the husbands are equally as involved. Yeah. And that's more, why it works to me. People love it. But like the, the whole, like was Melissa a stripper? do I aspire for my kids? If I have a daughter to one day be a stripper? No, I would not like, that's not what like, Oh, I hope one day I have a kid. That's yeah, I'm not going to take her to the open auditions. Right. But like, but like <laughs> why? I also am like, you know what? Like you, there's always all this criticism, criticism, like they say like homelessness is on the rise and unemployment is like, you know, at, at the highest it's been like, why aren't people wanting to work all this stuff? So I look at someone like Mia who, you know, probably didn't have a lot of opportunities to get like a corporate job and be CEO considering the childhood that she had. So she was a stripper and she, whether she was or wasn't, she kind of claimed she wasn't, but like 
she made, she made it work. She was out there hustling. Like I kind of like admire somebody who's like, yeah, I'm going to do a job that isn't maybe the most respected, but I know it's going to put food on my table and it's going to give me a roof over my head and I'm going to do what I have to do. And I think somebody with that like fighter mentality, um, I respect it. I just, I don't know. I, like, I do. I don't understand why. Like, I feel like everyone tries to knock her down. Like, Oh, well, you were a stripper. It's like, all right, well, all of you guys are trying to dance on a stripper pole. Like you kind of, are what one are of these you, <laughs> I'm like, what is the the judgment? I don't really understand it. That we're too good to take off our clothes, but like doing what our clothes are. Like, I'm just very confused yeah, as to like what yeah. the point is. And I, I've said it before, uh, the alleged strip club that many people have thought that me I might have worked in um, is where I'm going for my bachelorette. Party. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I've been before. So when I heard that she might have been a stripper, I was like, wait, what? I can confirm. It's not as five star as she's saying, but there is a restaurant that is connected to it. That okay. so like it's like a restaurant too, because like in the strip club portion, I actually went with my now fiance and we could not leave because our calamari wasn't ready. And <laughs> so it's and it's really good food. I will give you that. Well, you and know, the drinks are top tier and the women are making like the amount of money I saw that night on like a random Friday. Like it was no big deal. It was not even packed. I saw women walking away with bags of yeah. cash. You're able to like get yourself a designer handbag and you're money. If you're okay with it, go for it. Like, honey, I saw somebody's, like, I saw my rent dropped in front of yeah. me. Like, I watched and it happen. People, she lives in D.C., so it's, this is not, like, like, a small rent. So, no, so if she had to do what she had to do, like, go for it. I mean, it, it was nice. The waitresses do wear nice outfits. It's, like, kind of like a third type of thing, um, where it's not, they're not ball gowns. It's not steak and lobster, <laughs> but it is, it's not nearly as, like, sleazy as people would assume. It is um, a, a decent, like, in- environment for a good night out for girls or guys or whomever you like and folks in between but like yeah <laughs> i just was like i really enjoyed this uh this um th- they travel a lot and then people are always like why don't they like go real places I'm like, but the places they do go are so far even though they're in the area all i kept thinking was i am not driving to the eastern shore to spend I mean, more that's time a with long other drive that is it's a, like, a long it's on the, wasn't uh, like it's a two-hour road trip, trip. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole different like it's a not zip code. It's a whole different area code. Yeah, they have an area code that I've never even known about in yeah. Maryland. Like it's a different world over there. Like it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. The Chesapeake Bay is gorgeous. But like I was like all that time in the car and stuff. That's why Karen and Ashley were like so late and everything. But <laughs> what did you see you all the think? snacks they had? They were like, yes, you have to. You have okay, to. I want to point something out real quickly. Yeah, though, please. I feel like this got glossed over. I love that the text group is called the Flossy Posse. And if you don't oh know what the God. Flossy yes. Posse is from, you this weekend must watch. I'm sure, I feel like as you're smiling, you know. So one of the most underrated movies, Girls Trip with Queen Latifah. And now, of course, I'm blanking. But, uh, Jada Re- Pinkett Smith, Jada, Regina Hall. Like um, just uh, Tiffany had like Tiffany Haddish. And what is uh, the lady who literally plays doctors? Doc- I know her name on Grey's Anatomy is Addison Shepard. Or Addison uh, the, Montgomery. The red head. Um, yes, yeah, that person. Kathy Kate something. But the yeah. woman who plays uh, Addison Montgomery, yeah. she's on there. It's a great, great, great movie. It is absolutely hilarious. I love it. So that's what they call themselves in college. They call themselves the Flossy Posse. If you uh-huh. do not get it, so I'm, everyone funny. listening, please go watch Girl Strip this weekend. Actually, my husband's going to be on town this weekend, and I think I might watch it. Um, yeah, it's going to be. It's one of the funniest movies. It holds I up, too. It. It's good every I time. So 
it's so funny and it's kind of like raunchy too if you guys are thinking this yeah, is gonna be like it's the best it's, it's amazing it's a bunch of like 30 something year old women getting together after college and be like we're going balls to the wall and it's I'm me it's me it. going out go, Bonnie. it's me <laughs> yes go for it i am all into it and you know that you can have fun at any age and i love it with your girlfriends that is the best and tiffany had it she was like her big debut and she like yeah. had lived 80 percent of it and it was hilarious killed it i mean the grapefruit so scene i could we could actually do a big <laughs> like bonus on yes, girl strip we should because it would bring me so much joy let's talk about the chilled vodka shots upon arrival one they did a lot those i i have a hard time with shots in my older age i think because i did so many at a younger (laughs) age but just straight chilled vodka i could do it depending on what the vodka is i do definitely prefer it now because in college i would just do it as like so my college drink of choice was always shots of tequila and then i would chill out with vodka sodas like that would be like my low and now you that's my raging <laughs> like listen i i mean and it's crazy how quickly it it slips i am only out of college a few years and i'm like oh i don't have it anymore like i used to be able to drink new amsterdam like it was nothing and now like that anything that's below tito's my body is like girl we don't oh, enjoy this is not it for us just so, wait till you I can't have stressed. certain beers because the next day you'll have heartburn like you're like oh, oh i drink God, too much of that like, i'm gonna have heartburn it's how awful. is g doing it g is almost I'm, 70 years old and he was going he's gonna be hurting the, the next too. day there's no, i want to yeah. see the g aftermath there's no way you can drink that hard g just came in like candace said he came in on a whole other level from everyone else. Did you else. agree that he was like Michael? I, I, when she said it, I got it. I was like, oh, "That's what it is." And I don't, I don't like him drunk. He's disrespectful to his wife. The like the part. Not that I'm thinking Michael was like the saint before he gets drunk, but he's True. worse when he's drunk. It's exacerbated. I didn't like it. He told me to shut the f up in front of mixed company. I agree with them. You don't do that. You put your best behavior on because you never want anyone to be like, mm. like I don't know. It just was like. He got very drunk. And then the performativeness of like, everybody watch this. I'm getting my wife a G-Wagon. And then stole the moment from her. I was like, I got it. Here's what we're doing. I say that she gets the way. And it's because it's named after him. I'm like, oh my God, do we have another Ashley? Do we have another Erica? Where this younger woman is getting with this older man, the daddy issue of it all because she thinks he's going to take her out and she can't vocalize how she feels in the relationship because she is so afraid of having to go backwards. And it is probably the only time I ever felt any kind of empathy for Erica because though I know how much she made and everything. She says, where was I going when it's about Tom? She knows damn well we don't believe it's because of the money because we know she had access to money. I think it's, they do something about like the way Mia kind of like kind of coward in a weird way. She's like, oh, G's fine because she doesn't have, she doesn't think in her relationship she has the capacity to tell him about himself. And that is interesting to me because she's such a strong like voice a, in the group. It's like a mix of like Stockholm and like this like savior complex. Like yeah. these men saved them. Yes. You know, Erica was this like struggling single mother and Tom gave Waitress her all of shakers. This. Waitress. You know, yeah. You know, and the same for Mia. Like I just, I think there's a sense of like, well, look at all that this has brought, like this person has brought me and I owe them everything. I hated the way he talked about her, especially when these are people who have never met Gordon before or G like they had never yeah. met him. And this is going to be their first impersonation, like a first impression of him. The car thing was so weird and I didn't even understand it. Like, when is she going to get this car? Like, it was like, she's going to go build it. But like, 
it was taking a while for cars to be built, even at that point when they were filming. Like, is she going to get oh, it so in a he year? Called the yeah, dealer then, or whatever to like, and then gave her the phone. You could have just been like, oh yeah, my wife needs to take this call. I'm getting her a custom G wagon for our anniversary or whatever. To me, that would have been a fine way to like brag. Cause like, yeah, yeah, I want wealth. I like to see wealth. I love it that they were like, oh yeah, you, you have a lake house over there. Yeah, we do, but it's not like on this view. I love that. That's housewives to me. That's what we're here for. I want to see the designer. I want to see you compare houses and homes and all that, mm-hmm. but not in like a gauche way where you're just drunkenly like calling attention to it. And that yeah. was weird to me. Now a family I really want to know more about is a scholar. I like her husband deeply. I, I like Dre. I love, first of all, he's hot. Yeah, go I, Dre. I'm yeah. here for it. Go ahead. And she's Asala. gorgeous you too. Go, girl. Like they are a like, teacher. Yes. Yes. Well, and that's what I'm really curious about too, is like, they clearly are extremely successful. I'm like, I feel like there's a story there, you know, from. Yeah. I've been looking him up on, um, oh, my phone is too hot. It was in the sun. So <laughs> I've been looking him up on like Instagram he, it seems that he is in something with the music industry. Okay. Um, something so maybe got like that, a big break and then that changed. Yeah. Something lives. of that nature, like on the back, but on like the behind the scenes factor, like he's wished some people happy birthday with like photos that like, that aren't like stock pictures or something yeah. like that of like certain artists, like Brandy, Seven cool. Street, or like people who sing, who are Do on you think the he like candy. Like, cause those are some artists that like from back in the yeah. day were at the peak. Like I kind of would love a little bit of like a weaving there. Yeah. I wonder like, you know, what that relationship is. I know a scholar was a teacher and, and, and I, yeah. now that that's like, my goal is like, you know, how do I go from teacher to housewife? That's where I'm headed. Like, You're on the path. You're on the <laughs> Thank path. You. I hope so. We're finally like, I, I finally got my shot. A chiropractor's wife is on Salt Lake yeah. City now. At first it was like Mia because it was like adjacent. And then now yeah. it's, uh, at least it's a real one. Because, you know, Mia's not a chiropractor. Please don't yeah. look to her for advice yeah. about your spine. <laughs> um, let's pivot real quickly and talk about one of the best food fights, which was throwing salad, <gasps> throwing lettuce. So good. I just love it. And Candace. I think they're mm. like, what's the least messy, but it's going to make a point. Oh, lettuce. Um, because you're not gonna pick up like potato oh, salad. salad. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Everyone's salads like, are getting tossed. What I do mean, you think about Candace? Do you think she? I do think she has the capacity to go too far. But then, weirdly, it's like where she starts. I always agree with. Like when she's angry, I always agree with. It's the way. It's where we escalate to that I probably start falling off. Like I get it. If someone comes to my event, like imagine if someone came to your house and was talking to your mom about like, so does her husband pay for the party at all? Or does she like pay her husband for like, what do you, it's, it's don't do that. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, me, I was like, I was just getting to know your mom. Everyone knows what you were doing. Like, I think just own up to it. I was just curious. You call him, you know, your husband, you're paying him. Like what's going on. He's not even here for your music video. I didn't know the dynamic and I was curious. And I asked your mom, I would respect that. I agree that I think like I get why Candace was mad. I think her comebacks are always like just too far. Like I hate that she always calls Ashley wide because she's postpartum. Like, okay, like let's stop, you know, like implying that she's fat. Like it's kind of gross, (laughs) especially given they're both the least plus people on the I know. Like, I mean, if we're going to like, the yeah, smallest people, I know they're both super tiny. What? Um, what? Like when she showed up to Karen's house, I was like, where was the baby? I'm I mean, sorry. and she's like, and he's like four weeks old or something. Like it, yeah. it's insane. I did not look like that four weeks postpartum. 
And then like, I don't look like that. And I've never had a baby. I don't look like it now either. Yeah. (laughs) And then the same, I do think, I don't think Candace has any idea about Mia's mom, obviously. And Mm -hmm. I like, or do you think she knows? I don't think she knows the extent. Yeah. I don't think she knows because who would have told her that where I I have two issues to me. I'm like, then why do you keep bringing it up? Because she brings up Ashley in the wideness because she knows that's a trigger for her. because She just had a baby. What made you know for certain to calling somebody's mom low budget and a hoe and all these things who keeps bringing up their mom? Like, this is not the eighties. We're not in school. Like uh, your mama, your mama, your mama, your mama. So there's something. I mean, somebody who does watch marriage medicines, like, well, Dr. Heavenly does that no matter what or who. But she also, because she used to do it to Mariah because she knew that Mariah's mom was a trigger for her. So that's yeah. like, why would you bring up this if you did not know something? Because that doesn't make sense to me. But I also hated how many women were like, you don't know about her mama. You shouldn't speak on it. That To me, that's going to continue to fuel her to be like, well, then I'm going to keep pushing that button because no one's told me, but now I know it's a button for her. Yeah. She's pushed my button, so I'm going to push hers. I think it's that. I think she is like, where can I hurt someone the most? And that's where she always likes to go. And that's my issue with Candace is that she just like, it's always like, I don't care if you like smack me back, I'm going to, freaking punch you as hard as I can. And it's not always like the shot back isn't always, I think, justified. So that's my issue with Candace. However, like I get it. Like I wouldn't like somebody asking about my husband, especially someone who doesn't know me, who hasn't necessarily been like very nice and welcoming to me. And two, like calling my, you know, music video low rent wasn't maybe the nicest thing to say. Was it a high, you know, budget music video? No. But she's trying to do but a all lot this of that was own. also because her husband wasn't there. And yeah. that's why she's from, and she's since replaced him. So it's like, I always yeah. start, I understand where Candace starts. I don't always love how we get to the destination, but I did yeah. enjoy the fight. Sans the mom comments. I enjoyed the fight between them two. I think they're equal opponents. It's very funny to see the optics because Mia is tall as hell and Candace is short as hell. So oh. like them two, that, that made me laugh. But also just Candace is a good sparrer. Like she, I get the attitude sometimes like she fights like me. I don't go that below the belt, but we fight very similarly when we feel attacked or like we, when you're short like that, cause me and Candace are like, I think she actually might be like an inch taller than me. Like you get to a place where you feel like if in order for you to be heard and respected, you need to feel seen and heard. So yeah. that means like you got to get sometimes more vocal, I, you know, part of me and being in therapy is learning not to go below people's like belts and stuff. And still yeah. going to get my point across and be and, and show that I'm angry. But I've always understood that that like you will respect me and my feelings in this moment and not overlook me because you tend to literally be overlooked when you're our size. Like we're literally yeah. like, oh, didn't see you. So there. she's already like, but, yeah, there's like towering over. So right. Like a sense of having to, and you want to you know seem what? like a, a fair opponent. Not being a, um, extremely short, like I'm, I'm five, seven. So I'm like, not tall. Oh yeah. Definitely not short. What's so that like, like? <laughs> it's kind of, you have to wear eight inch heels. Well, that's the thing, like if I don't so. wear heels, I don't look like a shrimp. If I do want to wear heels, it's not like I'm like, now I'm six, three, which not saying you can't wear heels. If you're going to be six, three, no, do whatever yeah, makes do you whatever happy. You but like, I do, I, so you explaining that actually makes sense. Like I'm kind of understanding the dynamic of like Mia kind of like not talking down to her, but just like the, just the towering over and the sense right. of like needing to be bigger. So it kind of makes sense, but I will just say, I cannot wait for the follow-up episode. Cause we just ended with just salad beans salad tossing. and they didn't even do a to be continued. It was just like next week. Here we go. Yeah. And Mia being like, come get your hoe. I found it just 
It was, oh. it was, I thought it was good. What it do was, you think really quickly? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying, it was just old school housewives. This is what it I was loved. so good to me. Yeah. A little bit of drama sprinkled across in a few episodes and that was really fun. But what did you think of Giselle and Robin being able to be like, we're just not coming? I know they're probably going to show up, but I well, was Well, the just, previews was, they do. I was just like, mm, I don't think we're, we should be able to do that. But at the same time, I didn't miss them. And that's, that's where I know it's a strong cast. Um, I didn't miss them. I think, I mean, there, we should see in the previews that they do show up. So there's that. Um, I, I agree. I think it was like, we didn't miss them. I kind of like it sometimes when certain people can't make cast trips just to see what the dynamic is without a strong person. Cause when I look at kind of all of the, the cast, it, the two biggest personalities that come up to premiere Giselle and Karen. So oh, Giselle yeah. isn't there and it's just Karen. Like, it's kind of fun to see the dynamic when Karen's maybe the biggest personality, but actually Karen really wasn't like the biggest. I was about to say episode. Karen wasn't even there either. She was in the car. And that's so crazy because we still had a good time. We still had drama pop off when Mia said, I'm talking to my rich friends because you guys are broke. Bitches. <laughs> broke, broke bitches. I was just I love like, because I your mama's a broke bitch. Like they don't miss a beat. I'm just so stressed in that good so way. I, it's so fun. I absolutely loved it. And I love talking housewives with you, Moni. Thank you so much for thank coming you on the so podcast. Thank you so much for week. having me. I'm sure like 98% of the people listening already follow you, but for the 2% oh. that don't, can you tell everybody where they can find you? All the deep. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts as well. I am back. I just released my first episode post hiatus with Casey Wilson from Bitch Sesh and other things on TV and very lots of good writing and things like that. Um, it is out anywhere you listen to podcasts like right after this one, mixing with Monty on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. That's the teacher in you. You spelled that so well. (laughs) Monty, thank thank you you so much for those of you um, that follow our Patreon. And if you don't, and Monty, is your Patreon coming back? Yeah, my Patreon actually never left. I was still recording episodes of my podcast for the Patreon over there. So please also subscribe there right after you listen to Real Moms of Bravo on Patreon because I am a subscriber. So do that for yourself. I know. Well, we are going to discuss the Beverly Hills reunion and other um, kind of like off-camera drama. So go check us out on patreon.com backslash Real Moms of Bravo and we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way in a loving your whole life kind of way, in a this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way, in an I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way, in a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.